I was supposed to tell this story about how Kane had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home with a dummy in a coffin. Oh, my God. With Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane, I'm on top of the coffin having mock sex with this mannequin. Oh my God, no! And, oh and, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, and and Vince is yelling at me. God damn it! Do it harder! Make more noise and stuff. It's got to be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains out. We say a lot of stuff off the top, and I do want to get to Sami Zayn immediately, but for the people who have downloaded us for all of these years and who share this stuff on um, Twitter and interact with us, we really appreciate all that you do and um, all the stuff. I'm glad that you're uh, enjoying our entertainment. Um, Tobacco Road Radio, we understand that uh, people are sharing and enjoying it there. So however right you get the show, we certainly do appreciate it. And uh, whether it was you've been here for nine years or you've just been here for nine minutes, we don't care. We're uh, happy you're here, and we we appreciate um, all of your support. We we do want to talk about Sami Zayn right off the bat because they, again, don't know what to do with him right now. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing, and I, you probably know this, and, and honestly – I don't even know if I knew it up until a few days ago, but of course I had to go back and read stuff and catch up on things that I might have missed over the the course of all this. And I didn't get, I didn't dig that deep, but I just to, to refresh my memory on, on a lot of some stuff, you know, because there's a lot, there's a lot of shits that's happened, you know? Uh, so I just went back and, and kind of, but the thing that I found, and like I said, you may know this already was this was supposed to be like a one-off thing. This is supposed to be like a little, comedy mixed with the bloodline yeah the seriousness of them and then done you know maybe a month or so just to because they saw you know as they've always done they saw sammy as just a mid-card comedian act but then he fucked up and got over (laughs) how about that what happened what the hell (laughs) the dude the dude totally fucked up and got over and people started liking it a whole lot And, and well, I mean, SmackDown. I, I didn't get a chance to actually to see SmackDown until Sunday when we're recording, as we record earlier today. And I'm going to tell you something, man. Uh, I, and, you know, maybe I'm late to the train on this, but I, I you, you can't have Sammy lose, man. Mm. I don't not right now. I mean, that's just like, like taking the taking the big water bucket on the fire and going, just putting it right out. It does, it, and we've we've talked about it before. It does feel a lot like the Damian Sandow thing from years ago when he was clearly the hottest guy going into that WrestleMania at Santa Clara, and they decided, nah, not so much. Nah, eh, I don't think so. And, and what he, happened? And what happened? Well, what they, happened after they, that? they fizzled him. He left. He went to the NWA and he became Austin, the, you know, the idol Stevens, whatever he is. Um, <laughs> Austin Idol Stevens. I don't know whatever. the Aaron, the <laughs> idol. Ste- I don't know what he is now. I can't figure out. Is it Aaron, the idol Stevens? I know he was. Uh, it's something like that. Yeah. I know. It's just he was one of those guys that was managed by Boland. So Boland claims complete credit for all of his well, success. Just as Boland complains, you know, Boland thinks he has complete credit over John Cena's career and Batista's career and anybody that ever let anybody that said the words, Ohio Valley wrestling, Kenny Boland pretty much claims that he booked them and, and made him into a star. So, well, you know, no, what him. happened was we, they, we know. the Damien Sandow was cooled down. Uh, he was, he was thanked and dismissed for his service. And he went on to the NWA and did whatever he did. 
So, and, you know, it, it, with all due respect to him, it never really carried over to the NWA. It, 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 it did a little, I guess, just in, in the fact that people knew who he was. He didn't have to establish himself, I guess, per se. But the hot, the pop and the hotness of the crowd when he came out, nothing like it was. Nothing. I mean, it's just, you know, it's if just you truly, If you truly think about this, they almost fucked up the Daniel Bryan thing that year in New Orleans. And the thing that really changed up was that that's when CM Punk left. And they were like, well, we're kind of kind of screwed here. So they had to go with Daniel Bryan. And that was when he they made a shit ton of money. I've, I've, I've said this to you before because there there's a great oral history of MTV um, that's a book that was published and I would recommend it to anybody who grew up in the eighties or has any interest in MTV and, and the, the glory days between 80 and 89. Um, the MTV model was that they would fight shit and then immediately they would capitulate and then make a shit ton of money off of it. <laughs> they fought playing Michael Jackson videos, Walter Yetnikoff, who was the head of CBS records goes, we're going to pull all of our artists off your channel. If you don't play Michael Jackson. Okay. 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 And then they make a shit ton of money off of Michael Jackson. It was the same thing with uh, rap music. We're not playing rap music on this fucking channel. Just forget it. All right. All right. We'll do a show at four o'clock in the morning on a Monday morning. And it'll be, and of course, highest ratings ever. And then they make a shit ton of money off of rap music, off of MTV rap. Same thing with heavy metal. We're not doing any fucking heavy metal on this channel. That's bullshit. And okay, we'll do a show at four o'clock in the morning on a Monday morning. Nobody will, highest ratings ever. And they make a shit ton of money off of heavy metal on MTV. <laughs> And it's the same thing with the with the the WWE. Ah, Daniel Bryan, he's too small. We can't use him. Whatever, you fucking vegan goat boy. I you can't do anything with that guy. And then they end up making a shit ton of money off of that guy. And eventually, I don't know if you remember. Begrudgingly. I don't know if you remember, but I remember what was the last thing that Daniel Bryan did in the WWE. He was stack pinned by a guy named Roman Reigns. I don't know if you remember that at all. I do. Yeah, that was. I, I sure <laughs> enough do. That was his exit from World Wrestling Entertainment. So that's what seems to have happened with. And again, they go over it all in AEW last time I checked. The the weird thing about Sami Zayn is I think we were on track. We were good. We were good. We were good. We weren't good. And it's sort of, I'm going to say, coincided with Vince McMahon coming back. And I'm not going to get involved with creative. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not going to get involved with creative. We've got a good creative team. And it just seems like at that point, they were like, oh, I don't know about Sami Zayn. Because we all know that Vince is involved with creative, is going to be get involved with creative, is going to stick his fingers right in there. So no. that to, I don't know. Again, it's correlation and causation, but it seemed like a lot of Sami Zayn's, a lot of the I just don't know if this is the guy. And then he's in some interviews. Sammy is going like, "Well, do you think you can be the guy?" And he goes, "Geez, I don't know." And it's that I don't think that's particularly helpful either. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's like he's just too humble. I, th- I mean, I, you could. I'm not going to be Bruno San Martino. You could say something like that. I'm not going to be The Rock or Steve Austin. But yeah, I could. I could hold yeah. my own. I've gotten you know? where I've gotten. They didn't think I could get here, and they've continued this bloodline storyline on, and it's been really, really good. And by far, it was the best thing at the Rumble. Oh, not even close. You know, it, 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 and you you would be the first to to know this. Every time it seems like I always. I'm disappointed with the rumble, mostly with the pay-per-view, but mostly it's due to the rumble itself, you know, because that's what I like about it. Obviously that's what most people like about the Royal rumble pay-per-view is the Royal rumble. So that's every time I'm disappointed at who enters and 
I don't know. I'm not always disappointed in who wins, but sometimes I am. But it's mostly the people who win. I'm always wanting a surprise. I'm always wanting a good, you know, jolt of, oh, my God, I can't believe they got him, you know, you know, some shit like that. So I always set the bar pretty high for myself on this. And, I'll, you know, obviously, like I said, I always get, get down <laughs> like a Chinese balloon, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I um, I went into this a little, little tried to go in not as – skeptical as I usually am. And up until the Roman and not even up until the Roman match, up until post Roman Kevin Owens match, which was fine. It was an okay match. I'm not saying it was okay. I mean, I'm no. saying it was bad. It was, it yeah. was, it was fine, but I was kind of disappointed with the rumble match itself. You know, I mean, it was okay. I mean, they had, it, I, I like the, the little, little thing they had, you know, the, the going from, end to end with Rhea and stuff like that. That was kind of cool. But as far as participants and stuff, it was me. But at the very end, when that shit happened, when that all went down with, with Zane post-match, God almighty, man. I, I have not been that excited about anything in wrestling in a long fucking time. And I and that is the honest truth. I was sitting there like, I, I felt like a little kid almost. I mean, it was just, I was like, oh my God. Because everything about it was just so good. The freaking, that, and I, and, I, and I hesitate to say the word acting, but I'm going to use it. Yeah. The acting was great, you know, and everything was so believable. Everything about it is so believable. And that's what I like about it. And I think that's what a lot of people liked about it. And I think that's what contributed to Sammy just blowing it up even more than he had been before, you know? And people, people were tuning in on Raw just to see, like, if there was going to be a follow-up, and then there wasn't, then they were on SmackDown, and they were like, oh, my God, and they waited till the very end to do something about it on the oh, SmackDown. It was brutal, man. It was brutal. I, I couldn't have stood it if I, I – I was thinking that. It's funny you say that. When I was watching it back, I was like – Man, I couldn't have stood white weight if I was watching this live. That would have driven me crazy, man. It was nuts. And, I, and I'll tell you, man, and you tell me, maybe, again, my expectations might have been a little high, but I, I wasn't real happy with the way that they did the whole SmackDown thing with them. I mean, I guess it could have been worse, but the follow-up, I, 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 they got a lot to live up to. I, I, I'll say that. But the, I just didn't like the way they did it. I'd have rather had him face him instead of hitting and coming from behind and getting him from the back, you know, sneaking up. I, I, I mean, I get it, but I don't. Isn't that the, uh, but isn't that the WWE mentality? There's no way that one-on-one face-to-face that Sami Zayn could ever do anything to Roman Reigns, right? Well, yeah, Isn't that their mentality? True. He has to true. sneak up on him. And by the way, he's the face. Um, most faces don't act like that, but he attacked There you go. Him. That's <laughs> what my point is, man. I mean, man, <laughs> it doesn't, it just doesn't mesh. And, I don't know. I, I mean, it was okay. Like I said, it, it, it was fine. I, I, I don't think it was fine. I shouldn't say that because I'm sitting here bashing it. But. Well, you're still, but you're still excited about it, aren't you? I am excited. I, oh I'm yeah. Excited. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, don't I'm get me excited. wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They can, it, it's not going to take much to, to get me back just like I was before, you know, uh, it just, here's where, and I think this is where we're kind of leading to. You tell me in all the Sammy Zane with you and I right now <clears throat> is we're leading up to what's going to happen next. What the fuck? Yeah, they're. I mean, I've already seen some of the posters where they're highlighting Roman versus Cody, and it's like, it it, it it's kind of it's the the weird thing about that is they were like, well, when Cody got injured, they were like, we're kind of like we're just go ahead and do the storyline where Roman, you know, Cody's going to come back. We'll just go ahead and plan on Cody to face Roman at the 
at the WrestleMania. But then in the interim, the Sami Zayn thing got so hot in the second half of 2022. <laughs> and now we're kind of married to this idea, but there are two titles. I mean, there's still two titles. So this is idea, true. There, you know, you take one off of him on Saturday, you take one off of him on Sunday. That's okay. I think that to me, that feels like that feels right. Okay. But I guess they got to, um, and I guess it wouldn't be that hard. They got to come up with some reason, I guess, to to split the titles up. I mean, I, I know that's not necessary to have a reason. God knows we've done stuff without reason in this fucking company plenty of times. Correct. So, I mean, I, but I, 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 that would be my suggestion, what you just said. I, that would be perfect. And I just, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, and I hope it doesn't go this way. My whole thinking was that, Jay will come back at the elimination chamber and fuck Sammy over and be, you know, back with the bloodline. And then it'll be Owens and Zane against the Usos for the tag champions for the tag titles. That'll be interesting. But see, that's, I mean, that's okay, but it's not, you know, I don't know. Cause we just did this tag team tournament title and I guess it's going to be Braun Strowman and Ricochet against the Usos for the titles maybe Friday night, I think, on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you, man, I kind of like this this tag team, even though I, I, I'm not a big Braun Strowman guy. But they are in, weird. In you, have to, you have to admit it's a weird combination. It is. It is. I mean, it's they do like some... Orton and, and, and uh, Riddle, really. It is. It's, it, it's, I mean, it, it works on some level because they do some cool shit together. I'm not even, like, saying they're not, but it's like the chemistry between those guys. I mean, they, honestly... The deal with Ricochet is you could pretty much put him with anybody. You could put him, I mean, he could almost get almost over. Almost. He could almost get almost over. <laughs> still, still not as good as Michael Naka 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 Naka. <laughs> never. That'll never be. That's always going to be number one. I can't I can't imagine there being another number one. It's always good when you do this. I mean, at least in theory, as um, a talent, and you make them like figure out, oh, he's over. What are we going to do with him? I mean, it used to, that used to be a really good problem, but now I just don't know exactly what they can. I don't know what the the best resolution is. And now they've got you know Jay Uso uh, figured into this whole thing, and then they you know Jay Uso quietly was not at SmackDown on Friday night, so and eventually if Uso turns, if Jay Uso turns on the family. Then you got to figure out a way for him to get back together with his brother, and then you know all of that stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, it's it's a it's a, it's kind of a mess right now. Um, I I don't know. I is like I said, as good as everything was at the end of Royal Rumble, after I kind of settled down and, and kind of got over the excitement of everything, I started thinking about all this. I'm like, okay, now now what? You know, now what they going? What are they going to do? I mean, with and and and, and really, man, I love Cody. I love Cody. I do. I, you know, love's but, a strong, love is a very strong word. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. You're right. I shouldn't make it like that. I like Cody a whole lot. I do. I, I do. I, and I respect him for everything that he's done. I think he gets catered to a little bit more than he might should at times, but I got, there's a lot of people you can say that about, I think in wrestling, well in life, but in wrestling, but, and, and, and that being said, I think, I think he's really the damn, the damn 
the damn oil, the, 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 what am I trying to say? The damn wrench in the, in the, in the monkey wrench in the system here. And I, I, I'm sorry. You go back through the history of what happened at AEW, and there was just a, a series of very, very weird missteps with Cody Rhodes. One <laughs> of them was that fucking neck tattoo. I'm, I don't care what anybody says. That neck tattoo was like, I don't know what's going on in your life. And then he cuts that promo with uh, Brandy saying that he's, <laughs> he solved racism by fucking, which I think is a, maybe we, that how he convinced his dad. I guess that's how <laughs> Cody, you can't be dating a black. T- oh, damn. Okay. You want to go a little darker? I mean, that was, uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you almost could see a situation now. God, please don't let this happen. But on Monday night on Raw, it's Black History Month, and Cody holds his child up, his toddler up, as like the Lion King. Please. <laughs> Please. And then he was refusing to be a heel, and it was just a series of weird, like he's in his own head too much, Cody is sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. When he came out for the Rumble, he was hot. He threw his belt out to the crowd, and he ended up winning the match. And I thought he was, I thought he was over as he should be, and I thought – this is exactly what you need going into WrestleMania. And then I thought, I don't know. This may be one of those deals where the crowd will eventually turn on him. Just put a pin in this. I don't know if the, the crowd is going to turn on him because they feel like the skids have been too greased for him at this point. Like, things know, have been do, set up do you, do you get too that nicely. feeling from the crowd? you get that feeling from wrestling fans? I think, like we're, the, this, I think we're this close to that maybe happening. Because, you know, that was, the, that was the deal with Roman for all these years. Like, this is the guy... He's huge. He's good looking. He's going to be, we're going to put, and then the, the fans turned on him because of that for a number of years, as you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like if they get the idea that this is an entitled bastard, second generation thinks he's going to walk in here after his little adventure over an AEW and then thinks he's going to stroll, then we, we might have a problem with that. So as of right now, he's great. Everything's super. We're going into WrestleMania. We're going to the elimination chamber. He's the guy. Uh, but I, I, I would be very fearful of like, he's, he's a solid at this point, white meat, baby face at this point, he's good to go. Um, and this will be a good run for him too. If they don't eventually end up overdoing it or fucking it up or whatever. I have yeah. my, my roommate from college is trying to get back into wrestling and he's just all of these texts. He says like, well, no, none of these people can promo. None of these people know how to talk. And I went, well, they were they hired writers and the writers told them what to say for a long time so when they're on their own they can't do it now there's like very few people in wrestling that are allowed to talk and yeah they they just it's 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 a lost art form and they're he's like well that was the business though that's how you made money i'm like i know i know but vince had abandonment issues and then vince russo left him and then they had to hire a shit ton of writers and it's just been 20 you know 24 years of this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not letting anybody talk if i i fully do believe that if if they would have let roman reigns the uh fcw roman reigns before nxt yeah if that guy would have been allowed to talk on his own he would have gotten himself over as a really big heel as a monster heel many years many years before the wwe eventually was able to get him over because of covid Oh yeah, and I've seen it. and I've seen some of the his his uh, promos back in those days, and and they're not bad. I mean, for it, for FCW man, it was as good or better than some people's in in the big leagues, man. So, so I mean, I don't know what the problem was there. 
Well, again, we want you got to work within our system. Well, what uh, if I work outside your system and we make more money? No, no, no. I'd rather make less money with you working inside this box. <laughs> that's what they. That's what they do. And yeah, Roman yeah. Roman had good teaching. I mean, it, that was Doctor. That was Doctor Tom Pritchard down yep. at FCW. And the fucked up thing that I'm getting now, because I'm seeing Chris Hero all over the place, and I love Chris Hero, and I've heard Tom Pritchard and some other guys, like even I think even Cabana, they made some remarks that that like. Chris Hero wouldn't like follow orders down at FCW. And I'm just, I'm so curious about how that went. Like he was going to be okay. And then he didn't want to do the stuff they told him to do. And then eventually, and you know, it blows my mind. It just blows my mind that that didn't work out because it seems like Chris Hero would have been a guy who could still be working today in WWE. Oh, yeah. And I, oh, yeah. I, I, maybe the next time we're at WrestleCade and uh, he's next to Rachel, we'll, Chris, what really happened at FCW? I'd like to you know. know from I, I bet you he would. I bet you he would. I, I bet you would indulge too. us. I bet he would. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with Sami Zayn at this point. I think everything is probably going to be okay, but they may. This may be a classic. Not only is Cody Rhodes going to overthink things in his own head, but also Sami Zayn. They're going to overthink the Sami Zayn situation. Okay. Well, here's what I'm going to do, and I and I, you know, I, we're going to have a plenty of raws. When when is Elimination Chamber? End of the month, oh, end of February. Twenty. I want to say they said it's three weeks from yesterday, so the twenty fifth, maybe. Okay, so so we got three weeks of Raws and Smackdowns. Yeah, between now and then. So I guess the shit could happen, of course. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve as of right now. Like I said, if unless unless they come up with something between now and Elimination Chamber to make me change my mind on a Smackdown or Raw or whatever. I'm going to hold, I'm going to, I'm going to reserve thought on this until I see what they do in that match. Um, I'm now being told it's February the 18th. So I was a week off 18th. Oh, February damn. the 18th. So okay. we only have That's a couple like of weeks. weeks. Well, we got to get this one out of the way so we can have that long stretch to build up to WrestleMania. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Saturday, okay, well, this February. is, this is huge, man. This is going to be huge. Then it's going to be at the bell center in Montreal, Quebec, Canada which, of course, is where the Montreal screw job took place. Uh, Kevin Owens should be unbelievably huge for that thing. But, again, he's going to get put on the back burner because he's not part of the plans. Well, He had a, he had a really good year in 2022. Kevin Owens had a very good year. Oh, he absolutely he did. Absolutely fact, he did. I would say if it wasn't for Sami Zayn, he might be the MVP uh, of, of the promotion in for 2022 because he did a lot of stuff, and he got a lot of stuff over, and he was able to – punish his body in a lot of ways. I don't understand how he continues to punish his body. In the I don't either, does, man. But I don't either. He's just a, he's just a, to me, Kevin, Kevin Owens is like just a tier below, just maybe even a half a tier below like cactus jacks and that sort of thing. But he's as always as like body abuse. He's always kind of the guy that you can just put him. You can just like add a little fuel to the fire and he can, he can take off for you anytime you need to. If everybody oh, else is hurt dude, or whatever. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that's why if he and Sammy end up being like the this tag team thing that, that might happen or that I think might happen, I think they can make it work, man, as long as nobody, you know, fucks with Nobody them. fucks with them. And that's why Vince McMahon, uh, let me get in there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you guys out. Tag teams make no money. Fuck tag team. <laughs> For the... <laughs> Elimination Chamber. Wikipedia says Austin Theory versus Seth freaking Rollins versus Gargano versus Bronson Reed and two others TBD for the United States Championship 
That's a WrestleMania the, match. That is no, that's the, the elimination, elimination chamber. chamber. Okay. Yeah, okay. they're going to be in the chamber. Gotcha. Uh, for the women, Oscar versus Liv Morgan versus Nikki Cross versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Natty versus TBD for the women's championship. And then Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus Sami Zayn, a singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. That's what they have uh, on the book so far. So, okay. The men's match still, is not still could add. Oh, yeah. In. The men's match has to be added in there, and all sorts of good stuff has to be added, added in there. Well, at this point, do we not pretty much know what WrestleMania is going to be? Do we not know, like, looking at things don't we know i i could probably rattle off probably top of the card for sure five matches top yeah. of the oh, card yeah. but do you think yeah, yeah do you think they're actually going to do rhea ripley versus charlotte flair yeah okay yeah i mean i i i, I would not let me know. not but i mean why wouldn't it I, it seems like it's the match it seems like it's the way to go it's a rematch i mean and and i'm fine with kind it. of they kind of flip-flop you know, personalities or, or, or sides or whatever. Oh, it's wait, let's add some more people to it. I would like to see. Oh, Lord. Yes. Lacey that's, what Evans. I, that's what I'm. Yeah. Lacey Evans and Shayna Baszler and also Liv Morgan. Just add, let's have five. It's a five way. Five, oh, shut up. That's what I'm guessing is going to be with the Bianca thing. I can't really. They've not really paired up her Bianca with anybody right now. I thought it was going to be a, a, an Alexa Bliss thing, to be honest, up until WrestleMania. But I guess that was a one off. But I don't, they've not really had anybody, have they? Am I missing somebody that's like one on one tried to go, you know, challenge Bianca? Not so much. Nobody's really. So talking. that could, there's your three way, four way right there. Um, yeah. And see, in, in this situation, I don't even see like if Naomi came back where she would even fit in. I don't even know, like if, if Naomi, if Naomi was reached out to, if she was allowed to come back or was, was if they wanted her to come back, I don't even know where she'd fit in at this point. I don't either. I, I, I don't either. I, I th and, and quick, and you know, I don't want to go off the ramp too, too much here, but bringing her up, I feel sorry for her, man. I mean, I know she's probably sitting pretty. She's got money. I'm not saying like that, but I feel sorry for her in a way that I don't know. She's got the options like, like Sasha had Mercedes yeah. has. And, you know, not that she's not, she's just not as well known. I mean, people know who she is, but overall people are all over Sasha. So I, I just feel like maybe she kind of got, I don't want to say she got shit on, but that's, she, that's, that's how, that's what know. I was going to ask you. Do you think that Sasha kind of hoodooed her a little bit? I'm, I, I don't know, man. It seems that way. I just, I can't imagine. I don't know. It just seems like like uh, Naomi would have a little more investment in WWE with, 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 with uh, her man being in there and, and, and that sort of thing. And, and, you know, I don't know, maybe she felt exactly the way Sasha did and, you know, and they walked out on their own regard and, and nobody coaxed anybody, but it's just, I don't know. To me, it's just odd that here, here's Sasha Mercedes out there doing her thing, which is fine, but here's Naomi we don't even know what the hell's up with her at all. It's it's weird, and it's kind of like it. It kind of gives credence to what they said about Bret Hart, like uh, at the you know at at the Montreal Screw Job, and they were talking to uh, when they were talking to Earl Hebner and Gerald Briscoe's going, well, I don't know, we're gonna have a job here for you. Is Bret gonna be able to pay your mortgage next month when you don't have a job because you're probably getting fired? And you know that's the same thing with Sasha. I mean, I think Sasha really. And Naomi really 
genuinely felt what they felt when they walked out. But right, right, yeah, me too, me too. But it's kind of like if if Mercedes was like, "Oh yeah, I got your back," and she gave her the okie doke, and then all of a sudden it's like, "Oh, you're not, you're not here. You're over there. You're doing that." And yeah, I just I don't know, and it, it might be nothing to this at all, but it's just I don't know. I just find it peculiar that we like i said we just haven't heard much from naomi and maybe that's on purpose we'll see but i i, I don't know yeah it's I, I i i feel the same i think i feel the same way you do i feel like I, I do feel sorry for her for sure i think maybe she got caught up in something and it's like what they were doing to her was not right but at the same time it's like this is kind of an extreme solution to it and i don't know what your future is going to hold after that so yeah, and, and and Mercedes probably knew in the back of her head she could go do this, I could do do that, I could do this, I could do that. Exactly. Not that Naomi couldn't, but but Mercedes already, you know, she's already been in like a damn some Star Wars shit, you know. Exactly. And so she she's established herself, and and so I mean, you know, that there was more for I think Naomi to lose in this than than Sasha was. It so feels that way, and it feels, feels that way, yeah. And it's also kind of like. I wonder if Mercedes right now is talking her up in New Japan, like, "Hey, can you get my girl in here." Can I hope so? This? I mean, it'd be nice. I don't know if I hope so. I don't even know if politically Naomi would be able to do that because it might fuck up her husband's deal. But I, you know, it would be That's nice. That's what I'm if- saying, man. That's exactly what I'm saying in all this. She, Naomi, has a little more, like I said, investment in, 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 with with WWE with with everything with her husband. So it just it would make sense that she would be a little more reserved to do what she did, but. I don't know. Did you I like the turns the, out for? Did you like the way the the women's rumble, the results of the women's rumble? I mean, I thought the spot at the end was pretty cool when she did yeah. the uh, the little Frankensteiner thing and flipped uh, Liv out of there. I thought, that oh was yeah, right. that was hot. That was sweet. And I, I think like you that. know that I think the three they left, and I think it set up perfectly. You know, Oscar in there, and then Oscar does the mist, and she ducks and gets Liv. You know, that's the way to get Liv out. And you know, it was it it. it I, I honestly, even though I knew Rio was probably going to win the thing. I, it, it still was, was, was good. I can't really complain about it other than the fact that, like I said, every time, and I'm one of these years, I'll get over it. Nothing surprises me when they come in Chelsea green, we all knew was coming in. So don't say Chelsea. Green. I was, I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised. I was, I was a little shocked. Really? I guess I okay. had, I, I hadn't been following it. Like I should, I thought it was, I thought that was like a medium level. Nice surprise. I was happy to see her. Okay. Well, yeah, it was, I'm, I'm glad she's there. I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't surprised yeah. per se, but I, but I, I'm glad she was there. And like I said, I the, the rumble match was fine. Even the men's rumble match was okay. I don't really have a problem with it. I did like the fact that, that Brock was out as quickly as he was. I was hoping that wasn't going to be some bullshit exactly. that they were going to pull on us. Exactly. <laughs> that was nice. I do, I'll give you that. Did you see that, uh, that apparently he went a little uh, overboard with the, the aftermath when he was, when he slammed the steps into the, uh, announce table and stuff. I don't think that was planned. And there was some, I don't know, backstage heat a little bit on him for, for doing that. He's done that before. I mean, he's gotten a little, no, I, <laughs> that was the, that. Uh, that was the thing that him and him and Jericho got into that brouhaha that time is because he took some liberties. He went a little too mm-hmm. far. Yeah. Well, that's how, that's what happens when you cater to these people like that. Somebody like I, him. He just, I also you know, like, did you ever see like, Many years ago, when he beat the shit out of Zach Gowan on SmackDown, God, yes, yes, like, yes. You wonder, you wonder, even if back then he was like, you like, if they, they go, you, you went a little hard on the one-legged guy there, bro. <laughs> like, you, you were aware he had one leg, right? I you're, just, you're like, just you're checking. like, 
260 pounds and you have fucking muscles coming out your ass and this guy's like 165 pounds with one, one leg i like to stress that with one, yeah, one, with leg. one leg soaking wet so you don't i mean like if you give him a like a medium ass whooping it looks like way worse because he's only got again not to bring it up again but one leg <laughs> you what? wonder if he, if he took it because he's only got one gear when they tell him to go you just go right yeah i guess so man jesus i guess so and and I don't know, but I, I I do think that's what happens when when you let somebody like a Brock Lesnar kind of, well, just like I said, cater to him and, and yeah. let him feel like he can get away with shit all the time. So why would anybody have heat on him for doing something like that? It wasn't, and well, anyway, you know, I, I went back and watched it after I saw that, and I'm like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. I've seen him do shit tons more, just like the Zach Gowan thing. That was, that was a million times worse than the steps on the the damn table but if you haven't seen it you really need to go back and watch. i'm sure that's on youtube it's not, i know it's on the news just it so was like brutal. god damn it's like they they just told him all right you're just gonna beat the shit out of him and like even the monkeys were like damn that's too <laughs> that's way too much <laughs> settle down jeez you gotta calm down a little bit man that was hardcore quit you gotta do no he fucked, <laughs> he fucked the boy up for sure it was bad news <laughs> Uh, let me see where we are. Uh, I did. I did have a couple of other things that had come up recently. The um, there's a good Adam Cole interview that Meltzer did. Uh, Meltzer and Garrett did on their site, and he talks a lot about uh, Jay Briscoe. And he he says literally that Jay Briscoe he would not be where he is uh, in the industry if it hadn't been for Jay Briscoe. And Jay Briscoe in Ring of Honor was um, campaigning for him and championing him as as a uh, the champion, the world champion and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and Jay just taught him uh, so much. So it was really nice to hear that he was, yeah. um, friends with Jay Briscoe and, and Jay Briscoe, certainly part of the Adam Cole story. Um, at this point I have to congratulate, uh, Tony Khan for continuing to push and uh, the Warner brothers discovery people and getting a proper salute to Jay Briscoe on, on their television. Yeah. Uh, good for him. Getting, getting the Mark Briscoe match on there, which was God, that amazing. Was awesome. a tremendous match. I don't know how he did it, but uh, Mark is handling himself with such strength and grace right now that I couldn't even begin to to handle. And um, it's very nice to hear that he's going to continue on the legacy. I know that this has been very difficult for him. I don't know. Did you see much of the funeral at all? No, I, I, I just I, I just saw a little snippet of of Mark doing uh, you know giving some uh, told I guess some, some eulogy, but told yeah. some very very funny stories, and then he got a little emotional at first. And Caprice went up and uh, stood behind him. Yeah, I saw, him. I saw that. And then he yeah, goes, "I got nice. it, brother. I'm okay, brother. I'm good." He got him back, and he just. But it was uh, it was very touching, and it was nice to hear the stories, which were mostly very funny. And you know, I I I, I uh, have been extremely critical. I think most people know of, of Tony Khan and some of the stuff that he's done, but I don't know. If he doesn't push for this stuff, if he doesn't get this done, I don't know how it gets done. It does, nobody else does this if Tony Khan doesn't push for it and make it happen. So, um, however, he was able to accomplish that. Um, you know, I'm very, I'm very happy that it was able yes. to get done. And I don't know if you've been able to see the uh, episode they put up on YouTube, the Ring of Honor stuff, where they had various people like Adam Cole and. Um, Really, a lot. Somebody of told me about that, but I have not seen it yet. That it's great. Good. I need Chris to go watch it. Christopher Daniels is on there. Um, one of the one of the gun sons is on there talking about 
him and and it was very funny he said that he put some butterfly stitches on jay jay briscoe got sliced by a table all the way from his uh neck down to his ass and he's like no brother i gotta get on a plane he goes well let me at least butterfly these stitches so he butterflied him and the next time jay briscoe says damn son doctor said that was the best butterfly job he'd ever seen done. So it's um, well. I guess Tony, you know, we 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 give him shit a lot of times for being a fanboy, but I think being a fanboy was in his favor on this because I think he was a fanboy of the Briscoes. You know, it was it was very odd because there were uh, people would tell you for a number of years that Vince saw himself as kind of the vanguard and the guardian of the history of the business for a long time, and that's why he would try to move certain people into the Hall of Fame and stuff like that, particularly into the. I don't know, the the legacy wing or whatever they called that. Some yeah. of the promoters and stuff. And it was on behalf of his dad. I think that's got a lot to do with his relationship with his father. Um, but he's not that's not what they do anymore. They don't they're not the vanguards of the history of the business or anything like that. And for a lot of people who are just WWE heads, they wouldn't know how important or what Jay Briscoe was to the business. Um <laughs> they wouldn't know how important the Briscoes were to that ring of honor promotion, which has given us so many stars over the years. Um, so I'm glad that there is somebody out there that's doing that. Uh, having said that, did we have to have the camera right on Moxley as he was blading on Wednesday? Was that something that we needed to have done? <laughs> okay. This is like a documentary, man. Okay. This is how you blade. Jesus Christ. Hasn't the, haven't the good people at Warner brothers discovery among many things told you, Hey, Let's just chill with the blood. Haven't they? Haven't they said that? I mean, haven't they? Like, the, can we not say shit every fourth word on television and maybe not bleed during ring announcements? During, during like when Justin is doing his ring announcements, can we possibly not? <laughs> and then fucking, there's Moxley. Just, yeah, I just go ahead and zip it real quick. We'll be fine. I don't know. There's a camera on me. Okay, good. I don't understand. So I'm gonna have to. That'll bring me into the. The latest rumors about WWE being sold. The stuff that I've heard and the stuff that's going around now is that Comcast Universal is not interested in buying WWE. That's not good. That's pretty wild to me. And the other thing that I heard that's going to be fairly interesting to you is that there is a wild rumor. You've you've heard that Disney's trying to get rid of ESPN. They're trying to spin it off. Yeah, There's split all them kind off, of, yeah. Now that uh, now that Iger is back in charge of now Daddy's home it's somewhat of a drag on the stock because a lot of the investors see just the skyrocketing amounts of money that sports are getting. Right. And yeah. although it's the only thing that can claim live eyeballs, that's not great for the Walt Disney company, which is, you know, they, they do what they do. They do the parks, they do Disney plus they've got their shit. They've got ABC television. Yeah. The rumor that I heard is that they want to do, a cash and Hulu trade, trade the piece of Hulu that Comcast has to Disney plus cash, and then Comcast would have ESPN. That Which is would, wild. That would be, I think, earth-shaking and a huge media story in 2023, at least one that's probably one of the bigger media stories that just has been around in a while. Has there ever been a, any kind of trade like that before? I can't think of anything that was swapped per se. I mean, I know that in terms of 
cash and stuff. Disney just paid, I think, cash to to Fox for the FX networks and all their stuff that they had. Yeah, and that's just, but that's just like selling it off. But, but it's, I've never seen like a trade. It's it like be- it's, it's weird shit, man. It's weird to me that Sean Payton was traded as a coach. <laughs> well, John John Gruden was traded too. Well, that's John, true. I forgot when, about Gruden. Yeah, when when Gruden was was uh, left the Raiders and then went to the. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa, he was yeah. traded. Yeah, they, they, that was a trade. I forgot all about that. And there's no guidelines when you have a coach that's being traded for. They can they can ask for anything. They can ask for seven number one picks over the next ten years or whatever if they want to. And if somebody's willing to give it, they'll get it. So yeah, I, let me be clear: the piece of of Hulu that Universal has would not cover the cost of ESPN. It would be that plus. A lot, a lot, a lot of cash. Oh, uh, yeah, I can't imagine. So I don't I mean I don't even know how that would impact the incorporation of Peacock and then ESPN and then you know that would be nuts. That would just be bonkers. That would be <laughs> that would be the biggest thing since ESPN was sold to Disney. You know, right? I, I, uh, yeah, I know that was weird in itself. Which, um, if you me. think about it, if you think about it, that's going to be strange because the, all of the ESPN stuff that ha- they now have at the Disney parks would now go over to the universal parks, which would be, it's really fucking strange if that happened. And again, these are just rumors, but the most logical landing place for the WWE content was always going to be Comcast universal. And if they're not interested, that does, that does change things a lot, pal. Yeah, it does. Now, now have you, did it say by chance why they, they aren't interested? They, I, I haven't heard a reason. I haven't heard a reason why they're not. I don't, I don't know if it's because because everybody, all that we have a lot of companies out there in America that are kind of girding themselves for a supposed recession, which is oh, yeah, weird. The one we've been talking about for about a year now. <laughs> it's, it's, there's like no. I'm, I'm not an economist. I took like one business class in college. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm an economist. I understand this stuff eh, probably a little bit better than the average guy but I've made my mistakes financially and all that other shit like everybody else has. Uh, but there's no evidence right now. There's no data that would indicate that we're in a recession. We just add, I mean, in fact, they just had the employment numbers for January that came out and this is the lowest unemployment rate we've had since before I was born before I was fucking born and I'm old. Okay. <laughs> I said this last night, I was saying this to my girlfriend the last time the unemployment numbers were this low, Bryant. Jim mm-hmm. Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, and Janis Joplin were all alive. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, that's that, amazing. If that doesn't tell you some shit, then I don't know. The, that's old. The economic growth that they, when they they redid the, they revised the third quarter numbers, they were fine. A lot of retailers are saying they had a pretty good Christmas season. Some people are saying it was a little disappointing. Amazon has had some cuts and stuff, but there's not really a lot that would indicate that we're in that we're in a recession or going into a recession. The interest rates are kind of even scaling back a little bit on mortgages. Now, they've had to up them just a little bit recently, and they're probably going to have to continue with these 0.25, these 25 basis point increments that they've been going for monthly. But there's also kind of light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so there's a lot of companies that are just like, we can't do anything because it's going to be a recession. You know, all this shit. What if there isn't one? What are you fuckers? What's plan B for you, you business geniuses, you MBAs? And how long do you wait before you decide uh, what's what's going to be the the final exactly thing to, to tell you? Okay, there's not going to be a recession. What's the piece of data that lets you go? Okay, we can go on with our lives now. I mean, that's we we went through this a lot 
during the during the Obama years, after they got out of the recession, economic times were pretty good in this country. But these corporations kept hoarding money. And I'm like, you fuckers who have these NBAs, you're supposed to be so smart. You're supposed to know all this stuff. You can't figure out anything to do for your company that's going to be more profitable than just throwing the thing into a money market and making three and a half points off of it. That that's that's the genius of your. You can't think of a factory you can build. You can't think of a server farm you can build. You can't think of an R and D situation that you can get into that's going to make you guys more money. And you guys are supposed to be like so smart. That's what blows my mind about this. So, I, so being smart basically just equals being a, a penny pincher. A well, you may you may have heard this on the Brad and Britcast. Nobody knows nothing. Nobody knows nothing. Oh, yeah. I've I've seen these different things. People talk about the Phillips curve. They talk about some other indicators. Nobody nobody knows nothing. It's 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 pure emotion. I would recommend anybody watch that GameStop documentary that they have on Netflix. It's pretty good. Um, it's about how that whole thing happened and how people got drawn to it. How how short squeezes happen. It's really pretty fucking interesting, honestly. What just the 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 store itself? How it became. Like a, a couple, juggernaut kind of thing. Well, a couple of years ago, they just decided on Reddit we're going to start buying the shit out of the stock because it looks pretty good. And these people who have shorted the stock have really kind of overexposed themselves. So what happens in that case is the people who are short sellers have to start grabbing the stock back to kind of stop their losses. When you short a stock, there is an unlimited amount of money theoretically that you can lose. Like if you buy a stock and you buy it for twenty dollars, the most you can lose is twenty dollars if it goes right. to zero. Right? Mm-hmm. If you short a stock. You can lose an unlimited amount of money. So when people start buying the stock and going long on it, and then the people who are going short are coming in and trying to buy it back so they can stem their losses, that necessarily pushes the price up because everybody's trying to buy <laughs> demand and supply, right? Right, right. So they they go through how it all happened and who got into it and, and why it happened and all that stuff. And it was it's pretty fucking amazing. So let, let's go over again the suitors for WWE as it stands right now. If Comcast is out, I'll put Disney back in the mix, but I've always thought that Disney was not an especially great suitor. I don't think I still so, don't think that synergistically the product does not work with a lot of the stuff that they're doing. It just doesn't. Um, it doesn't. I mean, you can you can maybe try to incorporate some of the stuff that they're doing into the Marvel Universe or Star Wars or something, but I, I don't see it. I don't think fans want that. I don't think fans overall want that all no. the time. I, I I don't I don't see it. By the way, what'd you think of that Mountain Dew pitch black uh, match? Wasn't that something? Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the soda's kind of shitty too. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I haven't tried. I'm not a big. I don't know about you. I, you you might try more. I'm not when they fuse stuff like that together, like Mountain yeah. Dew orange or well, code, code red was like 20 years ago and i like that that was okay that's back when i was drinking some soda and trying to kill myself with diabetes but uh well, holly, <laughs> well i remember when holly was a kid and it came out and holly, i would i tried it just because she had it but i i never went and bought it or anything i just want to see what it tasted like but i did try the all new i saw that i tried the replacement for sierra mist yesterday starry what's it called starry sorry sorry yeah it's right. yeah, just it tastes the same or eh, it's about the same I don't See, think I don't. Did I think you, Sierra. I think Sierra Mist was better. Did you like? All right, Sierra Mist or, or Sprite? Probably Sierra Mist. I'd probably take Sierra really? Mist over Sprite. Yeah, hmm. I thought so too. But something I was drinking Sierra Mist one time, and I started, you know, really tasting it, and I'm like, it's kind of got a dry taste to it. Like yeah. it left my mouth kind of dryish, for lack of a better explanation. 
And then I take, I said, well, I wonder if Sprite does that. Cause I, you know, I don't really drink. I didn't really drink either one a whole lot to know, you know, what was going on with it. So I said, took a Sprite and went, you know what? Sprite is better. Because it has, <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, that's my TED talk on, uh, clear <laughs> well, soft drinks. If I would, if I had Sprite and Sierra Mist side by side, I don't know if I would be able to tell the difference. I might be able to. Really? I I, I, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I need to do that. I need to try that one time. Well, Starry, I guess. Try the new Starry. Try see. What you, I, I I'll, tried I'll the, give it a shot. Yeah. I had the zero sugar version of it, so it's, it's all right. Okay. Oh, then you know, then there's Seven Up, and Seven Up to me tastes like tricks. Such cereal. a such a forgotten soft drink. A lot of times, Seven it Up is. is. They just it don't is. market it's, it very much. You don't nope. hear much about it. But there was a time, man. Remember back in the day, uh, the guy, the big African American dude, you know, with yeah, the dude that was in Boomerang. He was Boomerang. Yes, yeah, I think the movie was in. Yes, yes, yes. His name is Jeffrey Boomerang. Jeffrey something. I can't remember the guy's name, but his ah, I didn't know that. He was the guy that made the Stranger commercial that was so offensive <laughs> in, in the movie Boomerang. <laughs> By the way, another underrated Eddie Murphy movie. I'm going to say in the pantheon of Eddie Murphy movies, one of my favorites. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't get talked about him. No, they did at all anymore. They did. They used to market some. Don't you feel good about Seven Up? And then uh, that was good. yeah, it was big time. I mean, there was all kinds of catchphrases. Feeling, for seven feeling up. Seven right. Up. That was another one that was yeah, that was a big yeah, one for them. Yeah, yeah and they just said after a while, whoever you know, I guess it's Pepsi owns Seven Up. They just said fuck it. Yeah. It's it's weird because and then Dr Pepper is owned now by the Keurig people, and Dr Pepper is both distributed by Pepsi and Coke, depending on where you get. So sometimes you go into the That's store. Weird. It is weird. Sometimes you go into the store, like if you go into Walmart, I think you get the Dr. Pepper in the Pepsi bottles, you know, the, the way they shape the two liters. The, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know. Oh, I need, to, I need to check this out, man. And if I you go into Food Lion, you get just like the regular Pepsi, like the regular two liter, the, the, the normal okay. bottle. So they both, it's like, it's weird. It's very, it's very strange. The deal that they've huh. made with them. Okay. Um, I'm feeling right now, cause they just had Rupert Murdoch just made the announcement that they're not going to combine. Re, they're not going to remarry News Corp and Fox together. They're not going to do that. They're going to leave them alone. There's no value there. Well, so thank God. I kind of almost feel like they can't get their shit together as far as streaming. They've got Fubi, which they could turn into something. I think Fox could make a bid for WWE. To me, that would that makes more of, sense than Disney. It to does me. to me. Um, and you're going to see probably oh a lot more Fox Nation stuff. <laughs> which would yeah, be that's great the, that's the only caveat with that man i don't kinda, want to see all doesn't that it doesn't it suck to see like kevin costner's doing a thing for them and it's like oh why yes yes you know yes. what they said on the conference call the other day that was nick mm. con they're going to start selling they're going to start putting ads on the ring in the wwe which was always a bozo no-no for years really? and years vince did not want anything on that ring and now i think they're going to where Tony Khan has done this with like DraftKings and stuff. He's yeah, putting the yeah. DraftKings logo on stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't see why they wouldn't do this, but that's another thing that they've decided that sacred cow has been slaughtered. Uh, has they, they've never done that, but WWE has never done that. Like at a pay-per-view that was sponsored by something. Unless they had that Mountain Dew thing the other day, just for that match. And I think that maybe they did, maybe they rolled out a special canvas, but I don't, I don't think WWE ever had anything on the canvas. WCW would have Slim Jim all over that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And Dave goes, well, it's not a big deal, except, you know, the ring's a little slicker. I don't think they care. I don't ah. think they. And then all of a sudden, wait a minute, the next thing you know, you know, Roman Reigns goes for a spear. He he trips and he, he's out for like a year. And they go, oh, God damn it. We should have done. It. What do you know? Those damn advertisements on there. I feel like Fox should be in the running. I don't know about Netflix and Amazon. I still think they want to be on television. 
And I still feel like what they should have, what should have, have been apparent to WWE, for example, if Amazon gets it, Amazon did a really good job with those Thursday night football games. But it is a little so. different. It, it's a little different not having them on television, right? Oh, yeah. It's not the same Absolutely. as far as distribution. They, they said that, you know, Amazon had the best signups for for the prime that they ever had in one day on that first NFL game and stuff like that. But I kind of feel like, man. Yeah. I, if they, if they put like raw only on Amazon prime, that's a big leap into the future. Um, I think Nick Khan would be able to talk everybody into it. Uh, Bezos obviously has the money. They just laid a lot of people off at Amazon, but they're still, they've got cash reserves that would make you, make you just puke. Um, Netflix still wants to get into the business, still wants to do some live stuff. They might offer a truckload of money. I would see Amazon ahead of them. Um, Disney, I, I just, I can't see it. I can't see Apple getting into the space at all. So I don't, I don't see that, that happening. Um, so if you take, peacock out of the equation i'm gonna say fox is number one because they've already got the synergy with the product um and then amazon and then netflix those would be your top three i would say right now well aren't you leaving out one important one that was the big rumor when all this went down to start with tony and nick well that one too but i'm talking about the the saudi people yeah that's still like a wild card out there I haven't I, seen much about it lately, so I didn't know where you know that stood. To be honest, but I, don't, I, I knew it hadn't been that I knew of hadn't been completely knocked out of the equation yet. If you're looking for just a truckload of money, then that's the play. But I don't know that they're going to be again. The Live Golf Tournament is not getting a lot of TV play. Yeah, Nobody, who's going to air this stuff if it goes to something? Like exactly. That? That's that's always even even Fox kind of shies away from that. So I don't know how that would work. I don't think Tony and Nick are going to be, or I don't think Tony and his dad are going to be, Tony and Shad Khan are going to be players at all. Because my my original statement on that was you would need a full um, commitment from Shad Khan. And I just don't think Shad Khan, I think he's he's in as far with wrestling as he wants to get. Tony, you go play over there. Here's a few million bucks. That'll be fine. We're not getting whole hog into this, and I'm not going to be borrowing money against this, that, and a third in order to get this thing. But if Shad Khan decided that's what he wanted to do, they could do it. Yeah, oh, and well, then of you, course. And then you would have some very interesting decisions that would have to be made by the idiots at uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. Oh, my gosh. Well, here's the thing, too, man. I, and, and I started thinking about this last time we, we were talking about this, too, about Tony and, and, and uh, Shad taking the reins at WWE we really need competition. We really need a separate competition. If we're going to have these, if we're, if we're going by these two big companies, if one person owns everything, you know, as well as I do, at some point it's going to be, things are going to become complacent and yeah. it's just going to, you know, and it's starting to become that way at times. It seems like with AEW and, you know, I just don't think that's good for, for business for, for anybody on for, on any kind of level uh, when you don't have, when the monopolies are there and and i i I think it just would be better for everybody if if somebody besides saudi people would buy this you know i but i just i don't know that's i'm still i'm i I just can't believe comcast doesn't have interest in this that just it's almost disappointing really well if they're 
I mean, if, if that's what their deal is and they're trying to get the money together to buy, you know, to take ESPN, then yeah, you would push WWE off the table. Yeah. Cause you're yeah. not going to spend, cause I don't know what ESPN is going to be 10 billion. God, man. It's, it's going to be, you know, probably 12 billion. I mean, it's going to be a stupid amount of money. It's going to be, I mean, I don't think, you know, I don't, yeah, oh God. Yeah. And, and I don't think people like average people, the average person, especially a non-sports fan per se, maybe not, not wrestling fan, but just a sports, you know, it's not just ESPN and ESPN two. You got the news, you got the U. They own all the damn conference networks, the ACC network, the Pac-12 network, the Big right. 12 network, Big Ten, all those networks. They own all that shit, and it just goes on and on. It's such a an octopus of of things to to deal with, other than just ESPN, the one channel kind of thing. And it exactly, just, and that's and I just yeah, ten billion man, easy. Um, any closing? Th- oh, by the way, I just wanted to go ahead and tell yep. you, you know, you know who's back on Twitter. Look oh at your look at, look at your look at your screen. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's it's bathroom Brad. <laughs> nah, it makes me. I was gonna say it gives me the urge to want to go pee. <laughs> it's bathroom Brad. Two hundred bathroom Brad in the house. Two hundred fifty one followers. I, I don't know if you caught this when he really he was chased off of podcasting a few months ago, and he did a special podcast with a friend of his talking about how his family had been put in danger. <laughs> Because yeah. of the because of the internet wrestling community, the IWC, he's been put in such danger and then threatened. Sure, and he, he had to go he away. Wanted man, but you There's, know this is this is coming from somebody who who ducks down in, in a stall in the bathroom waiting on Bruce Mitchell to come by to to <laughs> jump him from behind. Jesus Christ. Uh, there's there's str- strong MAGA vibes on his timeline, by the way. Oh yeah, strong MAGA. Oh, we didn't mention Lanny Poffo. We should have mentioned Lanny Poffo. Good Lord. Sorry. Sorry to hear about the death of Lanny Poffo. Leaping Lanny, uh, Macho Man's uh, brother, passed away. It was very sudden, I understand. I, mean, I don't even know what the cause of death was, but apparently he was in New York and I'm he was doing sure. some stuff and then he just died. So very sorry to hear that. That I was telling someone, uh, that's the if you wanted to do all of this shit with, when it comes to wrestling and they're doing the thing on uh, – you know, the Ron Erics and all that shit. If you wanted mm-hmm. to do a show or a series about when Angelo Poffo was running Kentucky, that would have been insanity. That's surely somebody's got that on the somebody somebody needs uh, to on sell an itinerary it somewhere to, to to do something with. Because it would have been fucking crazy. Yeah, that, that'd be a good one for sure. Um, what does this say? Uh, one more thing. I, I want to do one to mention before we go. Um, I don't know if you saw. You probably didn't. But I don't know. Did you, did you see any of the Vengeance Day, the NXT thing this weekend? I did not. I haven't um, seen it yet. No. Pay-per-view. Is it good? No, okay. Uh, I, I, well, I, I saw some of the – I haven't watched it. But I did, you know, look at the updates and the, and the well, the uh, results. Spoiler. And, and, you can, and you I'm telling you right now. If you, if, if you need okay. a spoiler, well, go ahead. Well, I'll just say this. I, I, this is just really regarding. I don't want to go over the whole thing or anything, but just regarding the Braun Breaker match, um, he won. Of course, he beat Grayson Waller, and at the end, they um, had Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams come out to you know kind of set up the next thing between, I guess, Carmelo and, and Breaker for the championship. So here's what I'm thinking. I don't know how much you've seen of. Of, of Carmelo, but dude, I I would say he's the next in line to go 
to to the next step, even over Braun Breaker. So really, really, yeah, I, I honestly do, man. I, and Breaker's good, but I, but Carmelo, dude, he's just got he's just he's the full package. He really fucking is. And Trick Williams gets better and better. His little sidekick every week, man. And and I think he's going to turn out to be is bigger, bigger than than Carmelo at some point. But here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Carmelo, whoever wins the match for that at the pay-per-view that they have at WrestleMania for their pay-per-view that they have, whatever it's called, the NXT pay-per-view, I think whoever loses that match goes to goes to the big roster, the main roster. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I really do because I think both of them are ready. What are you going to do with either one of them after, they, after that? I mean, it's just wasted space for somebody else really to, to come up and, and work on when they could be on the main roster. So I don't know. It was just the thought I had, uh, when I was looking through it and noticed the, cause I've always thought either one of them could go to the main roster at any time. So this was the perfect, I just thought, man, this is the perfect setup for one of them to go to the next level and the other one stay champion. In the, I was, in and I'm looking at the results, and they did nothing with Cameron Grimes. There's no Cameron Grimes on this no, card. Haven't heard zippity zippity yickety yak about Cameron. And, and that, I'm glad you said that. I thought he was going to be one of the 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 um, uh, uh, wrestlers in the the Royal Rumble. I thought that's oh, what he, he was going to be. Yeah. yeah, but no, we had to we had to have 90 seconds of Booker T. God, <laughs> which i love booker but what, I, did, know, what, what did that accomplish nothing nothing here, and, here. and did you hear what he said did you hear what booker said he what said he, he said? didn't know about him being in the match until right after the pregame right during like the, the pre-show i don't know that that feels like vince mcmahon to me bro <laughs> that feels like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get involved with any booking <laughs> don't you worry psych i'm, I'm getting involved <laughs> um you can follow Bryant on uh, social media. It's Bry Sports on uh, Twitter and on Instagram, BRY Sports, Stanley Jackson 23 on TikTok. Follow the show at Katie Vick Live on Twitter. We certainly appreciate and look at your tweets all the time. I am at Britt Whitmire, B R I T T W H I T M I R E on the Twitter machine and on Instagram. It's B Dub for Reels, B D U B number four, R E E L Z. And if you like what we do and you want to support us, you can shop at our Amazon store. You got stuff coming up for uh, Valentine's Day, et cetera. That is katievick.com. Real easy to do that, katievick.com. It smells, looks, tastes, and feels like the regular Amazon, but we get a little piece of the action, and we certainly do appreciate all of your support. Till next time, fans, we'll see you ringside. Fans, that'll do it for this week. See you next week, and until then, so long for now.